preview review. Preview review. Preview review. Preview review. Preview review. Your favorite Neo podcast. Your new favorite radio show. Preview review. Okay, folks, welcome to another episode of Preview Review with me, Davis Haynes, always. And also with me, always, as my guest, uh, Matthew Major. Great to have you back. Thanks for inviting me back. You're welcome. We are. And I also invited, I mean, like, it's a shared podcast, so I invited you back too. Right. But and we're you, in your house. Yeah, so you're welcome. And thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Ready to um, give me a cookie and a cough drop. Yeah, absolutely. Cooking a cough drop this time. Um, so today on a very, on a very, another very special episode, we've got someone very, uh, I guess a return special. favorite, very special. Um, it's really, it's really nice to have him back, and um, we can't wait for him to get out of here. But uh, it's, it's good that he's here for the time being. Uh, my twin brother Charles. Hey guys, how's it going? Pretty good. Are you talking? To, are you talking to us or the perceived listeners? Or, I mean, or well, me. Uh, let's assume that... Or are you talking to just Matthew? You just pluralized him. Let's just... Well, I'm talking to both Matthew. Okay, great. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. I'm good. <laughs> good. Um, I also... I also... You know, I'm assuming that, that both of you will be listening to this um, in post as well. So I'm saying hello to anyone listening, which will likely include the two of you. But I'm not saying it to you right now. Oh, okay. Sense. You're you're, t- you're saying hello to us in the future. Yes. Hey, okay, da- great. Davis and Matthew, if you're listening to this, hello. This is reserved for you. Davis and Matthew in the present, please disregard. Thank you. Well, I can't speak for future Matthew, but I'm sure I'll be doing okay. Yeah, I'm Good. sure I'll be grateful. Um, so, <laughs> Charles, you you said uh, uh, so you had some your some actually you got reviewed by uh, mm. by mom. Is that right from the last uh, yeah. from the last episode? I want to say that I feel a bit ashamed. Of two things, um, one uh, that I, I feel like I, I I spoke as though I disregarded my dear friend Harry's opinions, which I don't, and I love you, Harry. And, and number two, my uh, mom listened to the podcast and she pointed out that I cussed a lot, and I kind of knew that. Can I you did. can you can we give us can we get a soundbite? Can you just give us a yeah? What, and, how did mom say it? At this point, we can just like edit in some stuff from last episode because the thing is, I'm I'm trying to. Charles rebound. is trying to change. I'm on the rebound, guys. He's tr- yeah, he doesn't want to relapse, so he's not, he's not going to say anything now. But I was actually asking if you could give me a soundbite of what Mom said. Well, can I do oh, a you. impression of Charles from... Yeah, we'll do a little role-playing. Yeah, this is good. This is okay. really good for Charles. And, oh, for, oh. and for you, Matthew. It could be really good, be good for you. So, yeah. so tr- Matthew, you're Charles. Oh, let Charles. Me, oh look, Char- oh, look Charles, uh, Charles did a podcast with Matthew and Davis. Let me, let me c- click play and I'll see what it sounds like. So you're your mom. Yeah, Charles, so we, you are your Charles mom. Is, is my, I am playing my mom. Matthew is playing Charles and Davis is playing Davis. Right. Um, on the podcast. Oh, look, it's, it's a new episode of the podcast with Davis and Matthew that Charles is on. I'm going to click play and I'm going to drag it somewhere in the middle. Now, now, Matthew, you're gonna be okay. I'll, I'll be me. I'll be me on the podcast. So yeah, Charles, what did you think of that trailer? Fuck, 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 shit, 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 ass, 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 damn, damn. that was. Oh damn. God, I'm gonna press pause now. Later that day, Charles, I listened to the podcast. You seem to have cussed a lot. Charles, you're looking at me right now, and this is a role playing. So Matthew is Charles. I'm you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, hey, Charles, um, I listened to that podcast y'all did earlier. It was funny, but I, you sure did cuss a lot. Uh, I don't give a fuck. 
honey. Um, no, actually, all right. I'm I am very sorry for the amount that I cussed in the last episode. It, I, I took it overboard. I was coming into it thinking like, all right, I really got my um, you know rhythm down. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what I'm going to say. But then it just kind of went out of hand. The pressure got to me, and I just let it rip, and it was all downhill from there. Mom, I'm very sorry. Uh, I love you. Still, don't think that I've disregarded all of your, you know, disciplinary measures from my upbringing that taught me to, you know, speak appropriately in front of a public audience or in front of yeah. the public. Just real quick, I mean, I know the mic's on, Matthew. You don't. First of all, you don't have to apologize for your behavior or your childhood, and you don't have to call me mom. I just... Well, I got really into the character. I know you... <laughs> oh, I was just going to oh, say, oh yeah, Matthew, I was just going to say, your, your impression of Charles is... is oh, I... I the, new, like, the, the subtle nuances of his tone and everything were really Well, I didn't realize I was supposed to be doing a Charles... All right, so my Charles was... I'm, I'm Charles. <laughs> uh, fuck, fuck, god damn, god. Shit. Okay. okay, guys, look, gonna... this is that was so accurate that I'm I'm feeling close to relapsing here. So I think yeah, we should let's just move on. Let's just move on. All right, Matthew, thank you, thank Matthew. you so much for holding space for that. Um, you guys are both welcome because I know you guys both got a lot out of that. Um, yeah, and I, thanks for moderating. Yeah, yeah. I, hey, absolutely. I'm happy to be the, uh, the 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 tip of the triangle. Um, so Charles, you had something else that you wanted to to bring up. Yeah, we have a trailer pulled up. We're going to get into it real quick. But I, I actually found out something about Kevin Bartini that I don't think you guys know. Because if you knew so this he, about Kevin... He's the guy whose idea we accidentally stole. Right. Yeah. Kevin right. Bartini has a podcast called Movie Preview Review Podcast. And I did... Right, we already knew that. Right. And I googled Preview Review Podcast in a genuine effort to find this podcast. And it's not even on the first O. But what is on the first O is a bunch of links to various Kevin Bartini. You mean the first O of Google. That's right. And I found a podcast. You're assuming a lot about um, Matthew and Davis, future Matthew and Davis. Yeah, future Matthew and Davis, maybe you guys have risen we, to the first O. Google it. Oh. oh, yeah. Regardless, this is yeah, what happened. Right. I, I Googled it. I found out this guy. I was like, oh, Kevin Bartini. This is, this is hilarious how obvious there is, it is that there's another podcast with the same idea. <laughs> and Davis is exhaustive search. He, he must have gone to the library and used the Dewey Decimal System or something like that archaic to just not find that like someone did it. Like so I, found, I found his podcast the same way. Or like I, the same way I did. Like I was searching for our own, and I found his. Yeah. Like just quick Google yeah. search. So I found an interview yeah, with still him. Still haven't found that. Still haven't found his podcast. So I'm not <laughs> well, quite sure what you're talking about. We, and in we, fact, Matthew we tried need to, get to you find off it. Windows 94 because <laughs> I feel like that's probably the problem. Matthew tried to find it on a previous episode and couldn't. For the record. Yeah, that is true. That's right. We can go back and listen to that. But anyway, guys, I'm, I'm going to make this fast here. Um, I looked at. I found an interview with Kevin Bartini on a show called It's Media. I think it's called that. And it was anyway, it was an interview with him, which of course, an interview with, you know, a podcaster, that kind of humanizes him, right? I read, I didn't actually listen to the interview because I'm not interested in hearing his voice just like you guys. It it would hurt too much. I might Mm. relapse. Mm -hmm. So I decided to, I just read kind of his bio. Um, And I don't know if you guys know this, and I'm a little bit of afraid, afraid to tell you guys because it doesn't make him seem worse, which is what you'd want. Just tell us. I know you guys want to hate him more. Charles, just... Tell us. This is going to maybe make you guys respect him in a way you really don't want to. And I just want to say that because you have a chance to say, don't tell me. Charles, you are prefacing. Why are you doing this to us? Three, two, one, go. He has worked as the warm-up comic 
for both The Daily Show and now The Nightly Show with Larry Whitmore. Oh, damn, dude. He's wow. killing it. He's, he's, le- he's a legitimate great. comic with a really important job. He has warmed up Jon Stewart's Daily Show for, I'm, I'm assuming, at least a season, which in itself is a feat, and now he's working with Larry Whitmore. That's, wow. That's like that Jim, Jimmy Pardo does that for, for Conan, Conan O'Brien. Yeah. I mean, that's... Wait, Jimmy Pardo? I thought he was the Saturday Night Live guy that died. That's uh, Don Pardo. Uh, are they yeah. brothers? No, they're no relation, actually, right? I can't remember. Nassim Padrad! <laughs> Don Pardo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nassim Padrad. <laughs> <laughs> that's a shout-out to... Nassim. Nassim. Where are we yeah. going? Um... Wow, Chris Whoa. Parnell, um, Will Ferrell, Sherry O'Terry, Bobby Moynihan. All right. Anyway, uh, Jimmy, I can't do these. So, so. Kevin Martini. Yeah, let's, let's hear it though. Let's hear you do. Uh, um, let's hear you do. Uh, um, Julia, Julia, what's her name? Vanessa Bayer. Van- well, she's a current member. Yeah, he would have done yeah. it though. I can't. I can't okay. even like muster up the. Okay, the Kevin juice. Bartini guys, legit comic. Matthew's really close. Time to, to move asleep, on. Kevin, so. you know what to do. Trailer time. Okay. Charles, thank you for piloting our podcast. It's really, it's really nice <laughs> to have somebody just, take take the wheel for a little bit. Brief introduction. Let's. Uh, all right. So this pod, we we started this podcast. We we just pulled this trailer up from the Apple iTunes website. It was the first thumbnail on a list of a bunch of thumbnails for different movie trailers. Going in chronological order, we're doing this so that you don't have to see this movie. If I mean, unless unless you do, and 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 yeah, so we're just gonna watch it. Yeah, it's called entertainment. It's got a sweaty looking comedian on the front, presumably a few hair strands. Why? 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 Sweaty man holding multiple cups, it looks performing like to like, no one. It's definitely like Greg Turkington. Beautiful shot of the desert, actually. Um, a twisted existential comedic masterpiece. Do you try your best? Do you do the John C. Riley. But it doesn't matter because you're trying. You're getting yourself out there and trying to tell jokes that make people happy. That's just important. So sit there and pace John C. Riley on Quaaludes, that's what it's all about, folks. Old people dancing in front of a pool. Is that Tim Heidegger? I think I saw Tim Heidegger. He must have been. Bad news. Bad news. There's a clown of some What do you want to be? At a prison. Where's this leading to? Where's the growth potential? They were sitting in like chairs in the middle of the desert, which is kind of cool. More like the plains. Yeah, the plains, yeah. A haunting deconstruction of a small time performer's. Demise? Psyche. Psyche. Thank you. You're welcome. It's this guy, a balding guy being sweating and like... And honestly through a soulless American nowhere. Someone threw a drink at him. Seems rude. Like kicking a guy when he's down. Did you say, ah, sweetheart, this long, long day? Greg Turkington, lead actor. Ty Sheridan is the clown. John C. Riley is the guy. D- friend on Quaaludes, is what I'm going to call him. 
Michael Cera with his shaved head, which is kind of cool. Lots of raspberries into microphones. Lots of like shots of just the eternal landscape of, of, of mainland America. Like the desert, you know, or the plains. Yeah. Wow. Maybe it's the desert. <clears throat> okay. I've never been in this position like you guys are or have been before, I'm sure, but like that looked awesome to me. Yeah. I and mean it, it was one of those like one of those trailers like it's not it is certainly not our goal to to avoid good movies. Um, in fact, we are trying to weed out the good ones. Um, and I would, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to hear, hear, um, hear Matthew, what do you think, what do you think your plot thought of that movie was? I think, I mean, there's that little like bit of commentary that I think summarized it. Like, uh, what was it? It's a performers, a deconstruction of a uh, aging, small time, small time performer's psyche or something. Yeah. And uh, I think he's going to be lonely often. Tries on the road. Maybe drunk a few times. Mm -hmm. Might drink, might put a couple beers back. Knock a few. Yeah, knock a, not, yeah. Back. Yeah, maybe some mixed drinks too. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I can see he's like plagued by the fact that he has this idea of what he wants art to be. And so he takes it around the world. And of course he's like, more often than not confronted with disdain. Hmm. This reminded me of a movie I saw called The Comedy, starring Tim Heidecker, um, about a 30-something, like, Brooklyn, like, just too old to really be a hipster with, with like, an ambiguous job and, and no direction in life. And it was the most perfectly sad, like, just, like, desolate portrayal of character i've ever seen there was almost no redeeming qualities mm. no redeeming characters I hear, I hear everyone that's a heavy movie everyone watch. was an asshole and it was never funny and it was called the comedy and this movie considering that like greg turkington is tim heidecker's like buddy it's it seems like could very well be like that there's a lot of shots of like bleak kind of whiteness and like landscapes out into forever and I see this as a movie that um, could be one of those where you leave feeling like void of like yeah. It's almost connection. like they're gonna. It's like they might take an ice cream scoop to your soul and just kind of like yeah, just like scrape take a, take a big out chunk out over time. Want to see that? I don't. I don't actually anymore. But but why? But why did I want to see it off the bat? I'm not sure. I think it's because the cast is awesome. There's a part of me that like wants to see a cast like that exercise their like innate desire to be like weird in an indie movie right where like weirdness is like the like what they can do best for the movie i don't know i thought it was like louis except you know like do y'all watch louis yeah i love that show. I, you know it, it goes so bleak that it comes back around and it's actually like it's it's not only like so bleak that it can be like like it's also like clever in its bleakness right it comes back around to be funny again this yeah. doesn't look like it it doesn't make that yeah hook yeah. back around up. It's I agree. Just like, I think I think the the um, general modus operandi of Greg Turkington and and uh, um, 
Tim Heidecker and Eric Wareheim even. I mean, I saw recently Master of None, the TV show with Aziz. Yeah, I watched the first episode. And, and Eric Wareheim, and to to a degree, like he's like they have a they had like agreed on a mission that they were going to make everyone uncomfortable and like do a little bit different, like do, just do things. Just not like th- their whole performance is their career. Like their career is the like sort of like the Andy, performance Andy Kaufman. Is their career. Yeah, like Andy Kaufman style. So where... like they are. I think this movie they might. Of course they call it entertainment. They call it the comedy. They're they are trying to actually leave you with feeling less than you did when you came yeah. in. But like yeah. I don't have to buy into that. You don't know. You certainly don't. I totally but I think do that's their. Agree with you. And I think that they are doing an Andy Kaufman in that they are. Like Greg Turkington is is I actually don't know if he is a character, and if Neil Hamburger, who is his character, is the character of a crazy person, or is like, a like the second alter ego of a genius performer who is perfectly awkward. Basically, what I'm saying is like these guys are Andy Kaufmaning us as a group in a way because they're like taking, they're taking like the fact that people love them. And making that the hardest thing to do. Like, I don't yeah. want to see this. I, I totally agree with you now, Matthew. I don't want to see this. I kind of, I didn't want to see the comedy. I'll never forget my friends, Jove and Rachel, went with me. And they both left, like, right before the last scene. Oh, God. Like, right before. They, they literally left the theater. I haven't seen that movie. It's Have that you seen it? I haven't seen it, but I hear it's You know it's what? I, I, Matthew, I, I you're right. Screw this movie. Like, I don't well, want to see it. I'm not, like... I don't see. I don't have like an extreme stance on it. I just feel like there's a point where it's like when you're starting a TV show, you can either dive head first into it, or you can say like, you know, I can also take a step back and just not watch the show and save myself the time. And I would do that with this. But well, yeah, then let's let's get to the point here with the with the uh, how, how, how much, much would you pay? Or who who is the star of the trailer for oh. you, for you guys? I think um, just the 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 bleak desert. As like a beautiful thing to shoot, mm-hmm. you know that they used obviously like uh, um, they use it a lot. Um, Gener- they have generous shots of of bleak <laughs> desert. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Of wheat. <laughs> what about you, Matthew? <laughs> <laughs> you think of the wheat blowing in the wind? Um, <laughs> no, uh, wheat and millet. Um, I guess the title entertainment sets the bar high and then the rest is just kind of, I don't know. I, I, I didn't feel entertained by it. You guys, know what to I, do. you guys know what to do with millet, right? Grill it in a skillet. Put I it in a Tupperware and chill it. I, I think uh, Throw it the, out. Star, the star of the trailer in my eyes is um, just fatigue in general. <laughs> hey! The star of the podcast oh. is that <laughs> clap, which is definitely going yeah. to upset everyone who's listening. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just wow. do, do a little editing on that one, but um, um, sorry about that, folks. I think the star of the trailer is just fatigue, um, in that I, I didn't realize how tired I was until I watched it. So yeah, I can see you kind of sliding off. Yeah, I'm sliding off. I can see the life actually just... slipping from your eyes. I think you might be dying. Actually. I think it's yeah. actually slightly contagious because I'm, I'm sort of slipping you getting well. oh yeah. hello come in may I come in yeah I need to get something out of the freezer oh okay don't worry we're just recording a podcast right now hey. so <laughs> hey podcast hey how's it going it's Keith Cromwell it's Keith Cromwell look you. at that you look very 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're just going to pause it here and uh, get back to this in a bit. So, uh, sorry about that, folks. We're back, and um, I'm slightly more energized than I was, yeah. when I was before that very exciting, entertaining moment happened. But um, I want to say that like taking a break like that really shows us how little we have left to say about this movie. And how thankful we are for cocaine. <laughs> no, uh, we, that's not what we're doing. No, actually, uh, uh, I am grateful for coffee, and, and I, I, I wish that it was the opposite time of the day because it's it's late it's late here, folks. It's about eight twenty here in in Alabama, eight twenty p.m. and I'm slipping. It's about night night time. For, I, to, I'm for gonna go to Walmart tonight. It's about night night for this tie tie guy guy. <laughs> if it, if y'all want to come to Walmart with me, I've got some groceries to get. Can it, can I just say that the fact that you grocery shop at Walgreens, I mean Walmart. <laughs> well, right now, I, oh no, I guess. I guess what world do we live in? CVS. I like to I, go I, to Walmart for the adventure, though. If you ever read the reviews of like the Walmart by like where we both, so like we live three minutes yeah, away right. from each other, the Walmart is you know the like Iron five Dale Walmart. Away. Yeah. yeah. If you ever read the reviews for that Walmart, though, it'll make you wanna. It'll make you nervous about going there, but it'll make you want to go there just to like see if what they say is true. Which is like what? Give us an example. It'll make you hate America. Um, no, like what? 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 What might you see if you were to go to that Walmart in Irondale? Well, yeah, I'm but talking that. according to the Google reviews. Right. Um, just like employees that not only hate their jobs, but they also hate you and themselves, according to one reviewer. Oh, God. Uh, carts, shopping carts strewn across the parking lot, um, just due to a lack of care. Um, sick people, just like getting sick in the Walmart. Oh, man. Um, a bunch of loiterers. Getting sick, is that is that code? Yeah, I guess so. I think it's just like when when things that aren't meant to like come out of an orifice come out of an orifice. Oh yeah, ooh, but that happens to me all the time. Like things I don't want to come out of me at all come out of the the, the most bizarre orifices. If you weren't trying to entice me, then you failed, because I'm kind of interested now. That's what's but in. I'm way more interested in sleep. So what would you pay to see this movie that we obviously don't want to talk about? Um. But you might want to see. I would get, if I was in the, like the somehow the like the academy or like the Screen Actors Guild or something like that, and I got screeners, I'd watch it. The only time I would see this movie in theaters is if I got free tickets somehow using the membership that I once had at this place called um, uh, Facets Cinematheque in in uh, Chicago and I would only go with my friends Jove and Rachel again to see this movie and at the end just be like as a goof but they walked out of the last one right so like I know that that's a contingent on them like staying for the whole time and then we'd be like remember the last one this it, uh, so you would be trying to meta confuse them based on the confusion that these guys are already They trusted to me to take them to a good movie I told them was going to be a little weird. It made them so angry that they left the movie before it was over. And then I would just take them to this take them to this one like as a moment as like kind of a play on like, "Hey guys, can I win your trust back with this movie that's going to be good?" And then it's it's horrible. Charles, you've done that way. a lot and you've it's always been with uh, with Tim Heidegger. 
You did that to Dean. He took him to the the Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie, yeah, and he Dean hated Frank. it. He hated it. He left in the middle. <laughs> Uh, Why do I like these guys? <laughs> I don't know. I also like them a lot. I don't know what it is. I there's something alluring about them. I like the fact that they like clearly don't care about anything, but there are times where you know it's I don't know. I, I make the conscious effort to like not buy in. I don't know. I would I would see I would pay like two dollars to see this movie if there's something way bleaker going on like wherever I was. Like if I was at a funeral and I had a choice to either like hang out at the like grave site for like a, like two hours or see a movie. I'd probably I'd I'd maybe. Two to see this movie. Maybe, yeah. yeah. You know, I might say that like if any one of us worked at the Walmart three minutes away from here, five, five minutes away from here, we'd we'd probably see the entertainment after after a shift, like almost as like a cold beer. I'd be drinking. I mean, like yeah, I, I, I would, would be, get a cold yeah. beer. I would uh, actually come to think of it. My friend Seema actually babysat Tim Heidegger's kids, and I was cool? thinking that his kids cool. I don't know, but she she did say later she's like, "Oh man, Davis, I should have called you and had you do it." And I was like, "Man, yeah, that would have been cool." And so maybe if I babysat Tim Heidegger's kids, and he gave me, he's like, hey, "Hey, thanks for babysitting." Hey, by the way, uh, I made a movie. You want to copy the, the DVD? And I'm like. Or, like, tickets to see the premiere, and I'm like, yeah, sure. What if that was, like, payment for yeah. babysitting? You know, I'd actually be into that, because if it was, like, if I did a good job and they asked me back, I'd be okay with it. I would I would do it for, like, a ticket. I would see this movie if I had a ticket to the premiere, and I could, like, bring a date and, like, seem cool about it. Oh, God. Would yeah, you but wear you an would... ascot or a beret or anything like that? I would drink a martini, but I don't think I'd wear, like, any special clothes. I'd probably... Do you have any special clothes? I own a tuxedo. I own a fat tuxedo from like that I had to buy like last minute in college, which was actually a refurbished tuxedo with blood stains oh, inside of the shirt that I didn't notice until I was like putting it on when I had to wear it. And uh, someone definitely got stabbed in that. Yeah, shirt. Oh, absolutely. But with like a small knife, it was just like a few little spots. It was like blood. a fork stabbing, like you know, like a family like got pissed at a dinner and yeah like a brother got pissed at a brother and then stabbed him with a fork right uh like right like just right in the belly yeah. yeah and um so then I was like at my peak fatness when I got that tuxedo so that's one of them and then the other one is like an actual like tuxedo that I wear now so you know I actually I bought a pair of shoes when I had uh, elephantitis in my feet and I it's what? just one of the funniest things it's like terrible time to get a shoe because I cannot fit into those things anymore what happened to your foot? Elephantitis. It's when... Did you have a swollen foot? I'm just, you know, I'm exacerbating on the idea that you bought a tux when you were at your fattest, which is like a funny time to buy things. I didn't know. I thought I was going to be permanent. Well, I know. Yeah, so, so Charles saying when he bought his shoes when he had elephantitis, he thought his, his feet were permanently the size of an elephant's foot. And now I can't wear them anymore. The thing is, though, we've just talked way too much about this joke. So now it's just kind of like a. So oh, that was a point. joke. I thought. Let you me had be clear here. I show never, me your foot. I never had elephantitis in either of these guys. That one looks like it has elephantitis. <laughs> yeah, stupid big foot. <laughs> I do Wait. have one foot that is three sizes bigger than the other, but that doesn't mean I have elephantitis. So would you guys go to sleep? No, sorry, would you guys get high for this? Oh, no. I feel like it, it would just no. like make me feel like my 
like it's like if I if I wanted if I wanted to feel like other people's hell because I feel like I, I'm a pretty happy guy like but if I wanted to like feel like exactly the kind of hell that they were trying to show then the best way I could do that would be to get high and, and then like eat a bunch of like peanut butter or I would say like Snickers or something like something like some super processed like. And like that makes your mouth feel gross. Yeah, yeah. Like, Just, I ate a bunch of sprees today, and my mouth, my tongue has that like oh, thing that yeah. happens it's when you like eat too much raw. candy. Like yeah, sugar it's weird. Yeah, and, and like I your think, body's rejecting it because it's unnatural. When I think about weed, I think about like <laughs> I think about <laughs> like, being a plant, and I think about it being like a life source. Like it, ha- it is alive. It was, like was once alive, and like it's like got this like it gives people an experience. I think this movie seems void of life. Except the desolate, that the except desolate the shots of the desert alive. suggest that things don't live in this world. Besides in wheat in the, wh- in the right, wheat in the wilderness. Charles, do you have anything else to say about the desolate shots of the desert, or are you? <laughs> do you feel like you've covered um, all the all do you the get bases? That out of your system? How just how <laughs> desolate? I feel like Mom might comment that you've that you talked a little bit too much about those desolate shots. Okay, you went from cussing to me too much to being like just so boring. <laughs> Like, <laughs> okay, guys. You also, you also for the record, you also totally took the wheel uh, of you know, which has been great actually because I'm way too tired to drive this train. So, Davis, you sang almost the entirety of "Jesus Take the Wheel" before we turned the re- the record button on. So it was like kind of like I took it as well. Like, I, I'm sorry, I don't know the third verse. Listen, the only reason I'm talking about desert so much is because I don't want you guys to click on my Google search on my laptop and see my most recent search because you know and and. and like talk about it behind my back. I want you guys. I wanted you guys to feel like that's something that matters enough to me, that it makes sense why I was googling that so often, and I misspelled the word desert twice. So it's like the last three things I searched. Desolate shots of dessert. It's like really Which, lonely dessert. Like, it's like being... a brownie on a really big plate. <laughs> actually, like... actually, you know, I've started my own website, which is desolate shots. Desolate shots of dessert. Tumblr.com, where I use Photoshop and photoshopped brownies and cookies and stuff into screenshots of this trailer. So it's just like like dust, like dusty slices of cheesecake. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in, a, in like a dead field. Yeah. And I, I was not going to say anything on the podcast because I really don't want someone to steal my idea because I know that this is going to come out before I actually make that website. So, guys, c- come on. Don't do that. Yeah, that picture of dilapidated pie crust. That that's a Charles Haynes original. <laughs> All right, folks. That that's the end of this episode of preview review. Um, uh, Love you. Thank you for Charles. Thanks for coming. I'm Char- fuck you, Charles. Hey, come on, come on. Um, no, I'm sorry. That was um, directed at mom. <sighs> yeah, well, shut yourself in the. Your you shut yourself in the. Your, you shut yourself in your elephant foot. All yeah, right. but it's big enough. It'll, I mean, it'll, it'll probably absorb the bullet as it's as part of its as itself now. Your foot's gray. You know, what, guys, I'm gonna start walking west until I find a fucking piece. There you go again. A birthday Fly. fucking cake, Charles. I'm gonna find that desolate shot of Charles. Charles, listen. You, this happens to you at the end of. The, this is why we we won't have you back for a long time. You get too worked up. You get way too worked up. You break down at the end of this. We are we have been. This is an established podcast, and you're coming in here and you're just like ripping up it, it, like the carpet. And like, your your head is in your hands now, as it should be. Uh, you're plugging your nose, which if you were to if you were to, talking out of your nose this entire time, then that might be nice. But if you could just shove a 
Shove that elephant Sticks foot in your... Sticks and stones may break my bones, but I can't smell your pain. Well, the important thing is that the message gets into your ears and sticks somewhere in between, but... Yeah, right. So why don't you shove your elephant foot in your mouth and think about what you've done and apologize to mom privately. Actually, I'll just do it here. Mom, I'm sorry. I will... We, you... You and I both know he'll never be back on, and on this podcast. To and to both of y'all's mom, I'm also sorry on one of your son's behalf. The other one, he's doing a, a really good job. Or just a you know bang up job on this Thank podcast. You so much. The other one, he cusses a lot. Really brings the mood he's, down. He's really a neg- he's very his negative. Own, his own mood. Too. He's incredibly negative. So Look, you're the master and commander of your disposition, and I think you need to kind of like. <laughs> Put some pep in your step. I agree. And so on that note, Charles, thanks for coming back. We hope to see you when you're ready to come back, which might be months from now. And that's Yeah, fine. you're going back to Hawaii in like six hours. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really... I, I miss you, man. Oh. I'm glad you were on our podcast. I Fuck. hope that, you know, turns your mood up. <laughs> Fuck you, Matthew. <laughs> all right guys thanks so much for uh listening to that and matthew do you have any my name is davis haynes what's your name matthew Mazur. and uh this is charles do you have anything else you want to say i love preview review i really do